tocándole al balón Zidane. Entrega por la banda para Roberto Carlos. Toca por dentro. Aparece Ronaldo. Apaga el primer disparo. Hola Madridistas, this is the American Madridista Podcast. I'm your host, Dumasani, recording this episode on December 30th, 2022 from New York City. Real Madrid finally returned to competitive action today after the long World Cup break as they traveled to take on Real Valladolid to resume play in La Liga and they scored twice late in the second half to turn what had been a largely mediocre performance into a 2-0 victory. A contest that saw Valladolid generate most of the good chances turned on its head when Rudiger's 80th minute header won Madrid a handball penalty, which Benzema converted three minutes later, and the Frenchman struck for the second and final time at the end of an 89th minute break to cap the late victory and temporarily put Madrid back at the top of the league table with 38 points to Barca's 37. Ancelotti starting 11 for the match against Real Valladolid today consisted of Mendy, Alaba, Rudiger, and Carvajal at the back, Valverde, Cruz, and Ceballos in the midfield, and Benzema, Vinicius Jr., and Asensio up front, forming the customary 4-3-3, with Courtois at the back of them all in front of the goal. My first key takeaway from today's match is that it was far from the most convincing or impressive return to action for Madrid, as it was largely Valladolid that were the more threatening side for the bulk of the contest. Madrid started off comfortably enough during the first 30 minutes, as Valladolid primarily opted to sit back and defend with the hopes of taking chances on the counter, which afforded Madrid long spells of possession. But Madrid didn't exactly put Valladolid under a ton of pressure in the final third during the first half, as they squandered their best chance to get on the scoreboard in the 17th minute when Benzema got onto the end of a loose ball just above the 6-yard box for a shot that he sent high. However, that same comfort that Madrid had with the ball was offset by some of their relatively relaxed defending that did afford Valladolid some chances to break into the final third and begin to threaten the goal after the opening half an hour. That in turn seemingly encouraged Valladolid to come out of their defensive shell and play higher up the pitch when they didn't have the ball, which balanced out the possession some and allowed the host to present most of the danger in open play. Madrid were let off of the hook for their underwhelming performance when Rudiger earned a penalty in the 80th minute as his header in the left side of the box struck an extended left arm and Benzema converted to effectively kill the game as Valladolid's objections to the penalty saw them reduced to 10 men as Lyon was given a straight red card. My second key takeaway from today's match is that Benzema certainly looked fully fit, which was very encouraging as there were no indications from his movements that he was carrying any of the lower body ailments that plagued him during the first part of the season before the World Cup break. However, in struggling as a goal-scoring threat for most of the match, He once again showed how much his level of play impacts Madrid's overall productivity in the attack. After being out of competitive action for about two months, some rust was to be expected in his play, and he certainly showed some in front of the goal early on as he blew a sitter from just above the six-yard box in the 17th minute. He primarily played deeper up front and got most of his touches outside of the box during the first half, where he attempted to combine with others with mixed results, and he increasingly looked towards the goal when he had the ball after halftime, forcing saves from both inside and outside of the penalty area. But for about 80 minutes up until Madrid earned the penalty, 
the Frenchman looked like he was well on his way to yet another performance this season that was going to fall short of what he so often showed during his Ballon d'Or winning campaign. However, with a well-taken penalty in the 83rd minute and a more familiar clinical finish from the center of the box in the 89th minute that gave him a brace, Benzema quickly earned himself official man of the match honors and the hope is that the sudden dial-up in his own productivity will be the springboard from which he can finally return to the heights that Madrid's attack very much need him to be at for the matches ahead. My third key takeaway from Real Madrid's 2-0 victory over Real Valladolid today is that the defending still continues to be an issue in a variety of ways, as Madrid's deficiencies in that area once again allowed an opponent to create all sorts of problems that could have easily led to a much different result in this match had it not been for the brilliance of Thibaut Courtois. Even though Madrid ultimately had most of the ball over the course of the 98 minutes played, for a stretch of about 30-40 to 40 minutes after the opening half an hour, Valladolid was able to make the most of their increased opportunities in possession to put Madrid under pressure in the final third. The typical advancement of Madrid's wingbacks into the attacking half once again left plenty of space for the ball to be played in behind on the counter, and once Valladolid caught the ball deep into the attacking half, they were able to play passes through Madrid's defense and create chances through good combination play that resulted in shots on goal that forced some top-class level saves from Courtois. This is very much a carryover from how Real performed defensively before the World Cup break, and the fact that today marked Courtois' first clean sheet in league play this season speaks to just how vulnerable Madrid's defense has been and looks likely to be. If the objectives of the team are to be achieved as they vie for trophies in four different competitions, they're either going to have to finally address their level of defensive play so as to thwart more counters before they can reach the final third and deny opportunities once the ball does get advanced by the opposition that deeply, otherwise they'll just have to become the kind of goal-scoring outfit that makes up for whatever defensive woes they have by just outgunning their opposition. I don't think the latter scenario is likely given how Benzema-dependent the attack is, so the squad's best hope is to markedly improve the defending, Otherwise, they'll find themselves in many more matches like the one they were in today, in which they're reliant on superhuman goalkeeping performances from Courtois, which is much too tough an ask of the Belgian, as great as he is. And then Ronaldo! Oh! Let's rate the player performances from Real Madrid's 2-0 victory over Real Valladolid today, starting up front. Karim Benzema rated as an 8. In the first half, he set up Asensio's shot from above the right side of the box that was saved in the 10th minute. In the 17th minute, he missed a sitter from above the 6-yard box that sent the ball high and wide to the left. And in the 27th minute, his shot from the right side of the box was blocked. In the second half, he won the ball along the left sideline in the 49th minute and made an inward run before passing to Asensio in the left side of the box for his shot that was blocked into the side of the net. In the 57th minute, his shot from the left side of the box was easily saved. In the 79th minute, he cut inside from the left wing to just above the box, where he took a shot that was saved towards the right post. In the 83rd minute, he converted the penalty to give Real the lead by sending the ball inside towards the left post as the keeper went the opposite way. And in the 89th minute, he got his second goal of the match when he received the ball from Camavinga in the center of the box and put it into the back of the net. Vinicius Jr. rated as a 7. In the first half, he made a run from the left wing into the left side of the box and won a corner in the fifth minute. In the 17th minute, he received Cruz's through ball in the left side of the box, where he took a shot from a tight angle that was saved. 
and in the 32nd minute, he got into the left side of the box at the end of a Madrid break and took another shot that was also saved. In the second half, he most notably made a run into the left side of the box in the 52nd minute where he won a corner, and in the 68th minute, he dribbled from above the box into the left side of the penalty area where his attempted chip of the ball over the keeper sent the ball high. He was replaced by Luka Modric in the 88th minute. Marco Asensio rated as a 6. In the first half, his shot from above the right side of the box in the 10th minute was saved. He thereafter couldn't draw a penalty after going to ground inside of the right side of the box on two occasions. And then in the 43rd minute, he cut inside from the right wing for a shot from above the box that sent the ball high. In the second half, he most notably received the ball from Benzema in the left side of the box where he took a shot that was blocked into the side of the net for a corner and he was replaced by Rodrigo in the 60th minute. In the midfield, Fede Valverde rated as a 5. In the first half, he most notably used his pace well to get to a ball on the right wing during a break where he passed it to Benzema during the build-up that led to a Sensio shot from above the right side of the box. His most notable play in the second half was making a breaking run down the right wing into space in the 56th minute, but he couldn't make the most of it as his through ball into the right side of the box that was intended for Carvajal was intercepted. He was replaced by Aurelian Chouameni in the 87th minute. Tony Cruz rated as a 6. In the first half, he played a great through ball from above the box in the 17th minute for Vinny in the left side of the box that set him up for a shot. In the 27th minute, his shot from distance on the right side went well high, and in the 44th minute, he intercepted a ball in the attacking half on the right side. In the second half, his corner kick from the left side in the 50th minute connected with Rudiger in the right side of the box for a free header that missed. In the 61st minute, he intercepted a pass in the defensive half to spark a break. In the 70th minute, he played a good through ball from the defensive half into space for Vasquez in the attacking half. And in the 80th minute, his corner kick connected with Rudiger again for a header, which finally proved to be productive as it resulted in Real earning a handball penalty. Danny Ceballos rated as a 5. In the first half, he made a good effort to get to a loose ball in the left side of the box after Asensio shot in the 10th minute, and his pass intended for Asensio right in front of the goal thereafter struck an extended arm, but was unable to win Madrid a penalty. In the 21st minute, he attempted a clever backheel pass from above the box for Asensio in the right side of the box, but that pass failed to make a connection. And in the 23rd minute, he played the ball out to Vinny in space on the left wing, and thereafter combined with them well inside of the box before the ball was ultimately cleared. In the second half, he had relatively little impact before he was ultimately replaced by Camavinga in the 69th minute. In the back, Ferland Mendy rated as a 6. In the first half, he made an excellent breaking run from back to front into space in the 5th minute before he passed the ball to Vinny on his left side. In the 39th minute, he was tackled on the left side of the attacking half, but a minute later, he won the ball back on the same side in the defensive half. In the second half, he made a short run into space on the left wing in the final third in the 57th minute before he passed the ball to Benzema in the left side of the box to set him up for a shot. In the 65th minute, he intercepted an attempted centering pass in the right side of the box at the end of a Valladolid break to concede a corner. And in the 74th minute, he defended the attacking player well in the right side of the box but conceded a corner. David Alaba rated as a 5. In the first half, he intercepted a long ball at the back in the 26th minute, but a couple of minutes later, he failed with his attempted interception of a through ball that made its way into the box to set up Javi Sanchez for a shot that sent the ball high. 
In the 32nd minute, he was quite fortunate to not concede a penalty as his challenge in the left side of the box failed to make a play on the ball and brought the attacking player down. In the second half, he most notably blocked a shot from above the box in the 66th minute to concede a corner. Antonio Rudiger rated as a 6. In the first half, he got his head onto the end of a ball in from Asensio in the left side of the box in the 6th minute, but his header sent the ball towards the right side of the box instead of towards the goal. In the 28th minute, he was on the wrong side of Javi Sanchez inside of the box when he got onto the end of a through ball and took a shot that sent the ball high. In the second half, he got his head onto the end of a ball in from a Cruz corner kick in the right side of the box in the 50th minute, but sent the ball wide right of the goal. In the 76th minute, he intercepted a dangerous long ball in the defensive half to halt a Valladolid break. And in the 80th minute, he got his head onto the end of another ball in from a Cruz corner above the left side of the 6-yard box and sent the ball off of Sanchez's outstretched left arm, which won Madrid a penalty that resulted in the game-winning goal. Danny Carvajal rated as a 5. In the first half, a Valladolid threw ball from the left wing beat him into the left side of the box in the 8th minute, although Courtois did snuff out the danger. In the 30th minute, he committed a foul after turning the ball over in the face of pressure on the right side of the defensive half to concede a dangerous free kick just outside the box, but in the 41st minute, he blocked Escudero's shot in the left side of the box. In the second half, he most notably intercepted and cleared a centering pass inside of the box in the 56th minute after a dangerous Valladolid break, and he was ultimately replaced by Lucas Vasquez in the 68th minute. As for the substitutes, Rodrigo rated as a 5. He replaced Marco Asensio in the 68th minute. In the 64th minute, he got onto the end of a through ball in the attacking half during a break, after which he made a short run before passing the ball to Benzema on his left. In the 72nd minute, he attempted to combine with Benzema above the left side of the box but couldn't find him with a pass, but a minute later, he was able to win a corner deep on the right side. Lucas Vasquez rated as a 6. He replaced Danny Carvajal in the 68th minute. In the 70th minute, he got onto the end of a good through ball from Tony Cruz on the right side in the attacking half, which eventually led to a corner, but shortly thereafter, his cross from above the right side of the box failed to make a connection in the far side of the penalty area. In the 74th minute, he intercepted a pass with his header in the defensive half, but unwittingly played the ball back to buy the lid. In the 86th minute, he intercepted a through ball in the defensive half, and in the 95th minute, his cross from the right wing found Modric in the center of the box for a one-time shot that sent the ball high. Eduardo Camavinga rated as an 8. He replaced Danny Ceballos in the 69th minute. In the 73rd minute, he played an excellent through ball from above the box that found Benzema in the right side of the penalty area. In the 89th minute, he played a give-and-go with Modric on the left side by the halfway line, after which he made a run into space down the left wing and got into the box, where he then passed the ball to Benzema above the 6-yard box to set him up for a goal. And in the 96th minute, he made a great solo run through the middle of the pitch from the halfway line into the right side of the box, where he took a shot that was comfortably saved. Aurelian Chouameni did not get a rating. He replaced Fede Valverde in the 87th minute, and a minute later he drew a foul as he was shouldered down in the defensive half. Luka Modric as the final substitute did not get a rating. He replaced Vinicius Jr. in the 88th minute, and a minute later he combined with Camavinga for a good give-and-go on the left side by the halfway line during the build-up that eventually led to Benzema's goal. In the 95th minute, he received the pass from Lucas Vasquez in the center of the box and took a one-time shot that sent the ball high. Finally in front of the goal, 
Thibaut Courtois rated as a 9 in the first half. He most notably saved the shot from Sergio Leon from the right side of the box at the end of a Valladolid break in the 30th minute and saved the shot from Aguado from above the right side of the box in the 36th minute. In the second half, he had to make a save in the 67th minute as a ball in from a corner kick looked like it was dangerously heading into the back of the net. A minute later, he made an excellent quick reaction save to deny Leon's header from close range, and in the 75th minute, he easily saved another shot from distance. The final scoreline will serve as great cover for what was largely a mediocre Real Madrid performance on both sides of the ball, but even with a lot of room for improvement, Ancelotti will certainly be happy that the squad was able to take all three points to start the second half of the season on a winning note. Three in the box waiting for the cross and it was Bale! Oh, what about that? What about that from Gareth Bale? Up next for Real Madrid. It's a quick turnaround for Carlo Ancelotti's men as they'll return to the pitch for an away match in the Copa del Rey against Carcereño next week Tuesday, January 3rd. Casareño play in the 4th division of Spanish club football, so in theory they should present no problems to Real regardless of who Ancelotti picks to play the match. But the lack of success for the Whites in the Kings Cup over the past several seasons should serve as some caution for the squad to not take an easy victory in this upcoming match for granted. So long as Real approaches the contest professionally, I fully expect them to take care of business against Casareño and advance into the next round of the Copa del Rey. The next time you all will hear from me on this podcast will be after Real's match against Casareño next week Tuesday, so be sure to look for a new episode to drop once the final whistle sounds. Until then, as always, Hala Madrid!